It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my path, In Jesus' name, amen. It is important that you understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Mark chapter number 4, verse 11. Mark chapter number 4, verse 11. You are welcome to a Sunday evening miracle and prophetic service. Mark chapter number 4, verse 11. And he said unto him, unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Amen? That means the word of God contains mysteries and parables. The parables do not have the power to change your life. It takes an ability to unlock the mystery of the word. For your life to change. The stories in the Bible will not change your life. It is the ability to locate the secrets in the scripture that will change your life. So God has not called us to become historians of scripture. He has not called us to become people who can memorize verses. He has called us to become people who can relate with the substance of what he says. Therefore, it is expedient that you go beyond the story to locate the secret. Why will some prophecies come to pass? And why will other prophecies come to pass? I believe that if you are here and you have grown in a prophetic atmosphere or under a prophetic leadership, this is one of the basic questions that keeps coming to your mind. Why did that prophecy come to pass? Why did that prophecy not come to pass? And it is my work as a prophet to teach on this very important subject. Amen? Amen? When you find out why some prophecies don't come to pass, then you will know what to do in order to see your prophecies come to pass. Are we together? Today, I am not speaking about prophecies that are not from the Spirit of God. Number one. Number two, I'm not speaking about prophecies that are from the Spirit of God, but are interspersed with human weaknesses. I'm speaking about why genuine prophecies don't come to pass. If a prophecy is not of the Spirit of God, it will definitely not come to pass. Alright? Let me show you where that is in the Bible. I think Genesis chapter 18 verse 20. 
If a prophecy is not from God, it will not come to pass. Genesis chapter number 18, verse 20. Really? Deuteronomy, sorry. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 20. Deuteronomy chapter number 18, verse 20. But the prophet which shall presume, which shall presume, no, let, give me 19 first, then we come here. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Now let's go. 20. But the prophet which shall presume to speak in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak. You see it? This is the mystery of presumptuous prophecy where you are, the person is speaking something. The person is a prophet, but is speaking something that he presumes is what God is saying, but God is not saying. Watch it. Prophet, the prophet which shall presume human age presumption is the least form of knowledge. Okay. To speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak. It's not as if I have not called him, but the particular word that he spoke, I did not command him to speak. So follow what I'm saying. He is a prophet, but he spoke something that God did not command him to speak. Like how Samuel went to the house of Jesse to anoint a king, and he said, when he, see, when he saw Eliab, Shammah, and Abinadab, and he said, these are the Lord's anointed. He spoke something that the Lord did not command him to speak. He presumed that by reason of their stature and height and their pedigree in the military, they were the people that God was going to elect. So that was presumptuous. Or, all means we are talking about a different situation now. Shall speak in the name of other gods. So this is where we are dealing with false prophets. So presumptuous prophets or presumptuous prophecies and false prophecies. Even that prophet shall die. Let's go to anyone. And if thou say in thy heart, how shall we know the word of the Lord which the Lord has not spoken? The answer follows. When a speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to that is the thing which the Lord had not spoken are you following? But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Shall not be afraid of him. It means that every person should fear prophets. But if the prophet speaks and it does not fall to pass, don't be afraid of him. That means it's a lie to it. So I'm not speaking about presumptuous prophecy. Neither am I speaking about prophesying by the spirit of other gods. I'm speaking about when the prophecy is genuine, when the prophecy is true, and why it does not come to pass. So, the fact that the prophecy did not come to pass does not mean the prophecy was not genuine. Because I'm saying we are dealing with genuine prophecies that do not come to pass. I want us to solve the, the, the fundamental question so that we get the framework correctly and position our scripture in context so that your mind does not go on prophecies that were not true, prophecies that were not genuine, but prophecies that were true, genuine, by a prophet or by a prophetic person and still did not come to pass.
That is what we are trying to solve. Are you, are you here? Right. So let's go. So why is it that genuine prophecies may not come to pass? As a prophet of God, I have seen so many prophecies come to pass. Week after week, day after day, time after time. Our meetings in church, our meetings online, my personal meetings with people, meetings on WhatsApp, Facebook, have always produced tremendous results and fulfillment. And everybody who has been around for at least seven days will attest to this. So as a prophet, I am qualified to teach on the dynamics of the prophetic. In fact, not just that I'm qualified, it's my work to teach it. Okay? So, why is it that over the years, me personally, I have seen genuine prophecies not come to pass? Why? That's the question I'm trying to answer. Yeah. Number one, when you don't respect the prophet or the prophetic vessel, when the person receiving the prophetic word has no respect for the prophet or has no respect for the prophetic vessel, that word will not come to pass. Everybody that God has called, if you dishonor the person, God will dishonor you. Say mercy. So over the years, one of the main reasons why I've seen prophecies not come to pass is because of the nature, the atmosphere of the recipients of the prophetic word. When you criticize a prophet, you paralyze the prophecy. I'll show you with scriptures. Matthew chapter 10 verse 14. Matthew chapter number 10 verse 14. Are you learning something already? Matthew chapter number 10, verse 14. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that city or house, shake off the dust of your feet. Mercy. Jesus said, I am sending my apostles. I am sending my servants. I am sending my people unto houses and unto cities. When he comes and you do not receive him, follow me, be here. When he comes and you do not receive him, when the person is living, even the dust on the feet of the person, the person should shake it into your house. Carry nothing of yours to That's a case. So if you are unable to receive the prophet as a prophet, not even the anointing in his shoe will work for you. Therefore, without cultivating the right habit of giving 
proper respect to the people that God sends you, you frustrate the anointing to your own detriment. To your own detriment. So, spending time to lambast a prophet, spending time to lambast a prophetic vessel, is spending time to break down the house you are trying to build. Of course, prophets are special. Of course. Of course. Of course. Thousand times and over, of course. So how you handle your relationship with the prophet who is bringing you the word from God will determine whether that word will have fulfillment or not. That is dangerous. Let's look at another verse. Mark chapter 6 verse 4. Mark chapter number 6. Verse 4 to 5. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. That means that everywhere a prophet goes, honor goes. But people who are unable to honor the prophet because they know him, that's what he has said. So let's continue. And we are explaining why. And he, who is the he? Jesus. In verse 4, who did Jesus say that he was? A prophet. Follow. Follow the scripture. Give me verse 4. But said unto them, a prophet is not without honor. Let's start from verse 1. You understand the text. Verse 1. And he went came into his own country and his disciples and when the Sabbath day was come he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying from whence had this man these things and what wisdom is this which is fast 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 given unto him that even said mighty works are wrought by his hands go it's not this the carpenter the son of Mary the brother of James and Joseph and of Judas and Simon are not his sisters here with us and they were offended at him. So the context says we are talking about Jesus going to his own country. Let's go on now. Verse 5. Verse 4. But Jesus said, verse 4, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet, you see, Jesus is talking about himself. A prophet is not without honor. That means everywhere there is honor. Not without Two negative words. Negative plus ne times negative is positive. Okay? Not without. Means with. Eh? Prophet is not without honor. Which, we, which can be translated as a prophet honor. Except in his own county. That means a prophet is honored everywhere apart from people who claim to know him. And among his own kin and in his own house. Let's go on. And Jesus, the he, and Jesus, and Jesus could dare do no mighty work because they failed to honor him as a prophet. The anointing on his life could not work for them. 
Except that, save that means except that. Save that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Irrespective of how anointed he was, because there was no honor and respect for what he carried, they went back home sick. Yeah, Jesus himself was not sick. If you dishonor a prophet, you discredit a prophet, you are just complexing your own situation because the prophet does not have your problem. You have your problem. So because they could not receive him as a prophet, they went back with their sicknesses, their measles, their epilepsy, their leprosy, their HIV AIDS, their hypertension, their blood pressure, and he went home as a son of God to sleep. So if you find yourself disrespecting, dishonoring the man that God sends to you as a prophet, there will be no mighty works in your life. Yet in the next chapter, when Jesus enters into Capernaum, people pray that his shadow falls on them and they were raised from the dead. Same person. What changed? The degree of honor. The degree of honor. Somebody is receiving wisdom now. Number two, when you don't respect the prophecy given to you. Number one, I said when you don't do what? You don't respect the prophet. Don't hide behind data and say, What Number two, when you don't respect the prophecy, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. So I'm teaching on four reasons why some prophecies don't come to pass. And I said we are not talking about presumptuous prophecy, neither are we talking about false prophecy, but we are dealing with the subject of genuine prophecy. And why even in the arena of genuine prophecy, there may still not be manifestation. Listen to me. When you get born again, you have been translated into a new kingdom. That you have to learn the principles that work in the kingdom. You are not a worldly person. Your mother may have given birth to five people. But all of you may not belong to the same kingdom. Four may be in the kingdom of the devil. One may be in the kingdom of God. Even though they carry all the same surname. They are not the same people. You cannot live your life like the life of your neighbors. You don't know the kingdom within which they serve. That is why understanding the principles, the tenets of the kingdom of God is crucial for your own success as somebody who is a subject in the kingdom. You cannot live in the kingdom of God and behave as if you are a king. He is the king. I said in the kingdom of God, God is king and every other person is what? Subject.
First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19. Why prophecies don't come to pass, even though they are genuine? Quench not the spirit. Next verse. Despise not prophesying. The easiest way to quench the flow of the spirit in your life is to despise a prophetic word that comes to you. When I see people who claim to be spiritual but don't give room for the prophetic, I doubt the genuineness of their spirituality. It's impossible for you to be spiritual when you don't understand the prophetic. The language of the spirit is prophecy. The language of the spirit is prophecy. So you cannot say you have a communion and fellowship with the spirit, yet you do not give room nor respect for prophecy because the language of the spirit is prophecy. It's like saying you have met Queen Elizabeth that you have not heard English language. She's the epitome of the language. How did you meet him? Somebody who represents the whole kingdom without understanding his, her language. It's impossible. When it comes to spirituality, it is always related to the prophetic. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. I love your word, Lord. And it shall come to pass after that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall, shall do what, everybody? Shall do what, everybody? The, so the language of the spirit is prophecy. You can't say you are spiritual and you have no place nor respect for the prophetic. You are not spiritual. You, you may be dogmatic or legalistic. And it may present itself to you as if you are spiritual. But if you are genuinely spiritual, that you know the Holy Ghost, you understand that the Holy Ghost speaks. And that is the prophetic. Hmm. Don't follow blindly. Oh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Dreams, which is still a vehicle of the prophetic. Your young men shall see visions. Visions, a vehicle of the prophetic. Joel said, when the spirit comes, prophecy and the prophetic will be in manifestation. So you cannot say you know the spirit and yet you dishonor and discredit prophecy. Why? Because prophecy is the language of the spirit. When you see people dishonoring a prophetic word, they are dishonoring the spirit. When you see people tearing the currency of Ghana, they are dishonoring the seat of government. When you see people tearing the currency of Britain, they are dishonoring the Queen of England. Why? Because the currency is a representation of her authority and the jurisdiction within which he has, she has been given to have dominion. So when you dishonor prophecy, which is a language of the spirit, you are dishonoring the spirit. And there is something very dangerous Jesus said concerning speaking against the spirit. 
He said, when you speak against the Father, you shall be forgiven. When you speak against the Son, you shall be forgiven. But when you speak against the Spirit, you shall never be forgiven, not in this life, nor the world to come. Be careful. You may not know what you are joking with. You should have proper fear for prophecies and for prophets. Proper fear. Matthew chapter 10 verse 14. Matthew chapter 10 verse 14. And whosoever shall not receive you, that is one, nor hear your words. Have you seen that? That's the second situation. So not receiving the person is one and not listening to the words of the person is two. It's dangerous. It's dangerous to look down on that sayeth the Lord. It's dangerous to look down on I had a vision. It's dangerous to look down on I hear in the realm of the spirit. It's dangerous to look down on I see in the realm of the spirit. It's dangerous. There was a woman who came here recently that when we closed service, she came to me and I prophesied to her. I said I've entered into a certain place in Accra, this and that. And she says she has no connection with that. And I said, where do you work? Then she mentioned, I said, is that not the place? She said, yes. So suddenly my spirit recognized that she was into perhaps disrespect the prophetic. So I, I told myself that you, you have problem. Then I prophesied to her about other things concerning the son. Then I realized she did not receive the prophetic word. Neither did she give respect to the prophetic word. Till she traveled to meet the son and the son took belt and crept her. Yes. I keep saying, you may not know the gift of God that stands before you. You just may not know. Shipped by the son properly. I heard she went to the hospital. That's God using the son as an instrument of warfare. Mercy. I remember how I ministered to a lady, I keep saying it, about how the father had diabetes and they would cut the right leg and that we should pray about it. And she despised the prophetic word. She took it for granted. She told the people who are at the meeting that, that your prophet, you say he's sharp, he's anointed, whatever, does not know the difference between left and right because my father's Right, left leg is the one that is paining him, not the right leg. Bernard, were you there? The, you are there, yeah, yeah. Then they went to the theater. They were going to cut the left leg. And the doctors mistakenly cut the right leg. After cutting the right leg, they realized it was the left that was paining, and they cut that one. By the number of things that I've said that has come to pass. When I speak playfully, cry, take it serious. That's it. When I'm joking, you may feel that there are differences just months. I keep saying it, but you, you don't see it in here. Yeah. When I speak, I'm even joking. Like, take it serious. That's why, you see, when I'm citing example, and it's a bad example, I don't use people in the church. I always mention names that are not here. 
because one day I said that even this play that sometimes I may play, that I may say, it may even become a prophecy. One day we were praying and I prophesied to one of my daughters. I said, ah, what, I see a snake biting your mother. I said, don't worry about it. We will pray about it. And we didn't pray about it. I forgot. And the mother died. Mysteriously. When the mother died, then she reminded me, Papa, I forgot. I forgot. The day Nanama's father died, we had reached hospital the day before. Was it the same day or the day before? The day before. We were there. We were, we were, I remember we were chewing uh, corn. Corn with granite. Yeah, roasted. I remember. And we were talking. The one we were coming, I said, the Lord said that the enemy wants to kill him Tuesday, 10 p.m. I said, but don't worry, we'll pray about it. But we didn't pray. We did not meet to pray. Yeah. Tuesday, 10 p.m. Exactly, that's the time he died. Yeah. If God did not make me a prophet, I would have been very skeptical and reluctant to misbehave around a prophet. Because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I see prison. The person jokes with it, then the person is there. I see court case. The person, there's a guy who came to church and I when we close, he came to me. You see, those of you who are first timers, when we are done with seven, I said, first timers come and see me. Don't be in a hurry to go home. Your house is where it is. It will not go anywhere. Make time. You don't understand things. So he came and we're talking. I said, I see you traveling. I see handcuffs around your hand. You know, when, when the prophecy is also a very bad thing, I don't say who it is. You get it. But Talking with the person, the person I know and he knows what we are talking about. So, I said, I see handcuffs around your hand and he said that uh, there is nothing like that. I said, no, no, there is, there is. I see you traveling and he said he was traveling and he, we talked about other things and I said, God will deliver you and he left. Over the weekend, he traveled outside Ghana to uh, two different countries. He was almost killed by policemen. You can't understand the whole thing. That's the devil now. Killed by policemen. Okay, by Am Robertson. He lost everything except his trousers that he brought back to this country. It's God that is showing you, Pepe. Don't despise a prophetic word. Don't take it lightly. Don't take it for granted. Don't joke with it. Don't play with it. Somebody here is receiving a car before their ear hands in the name of Jesus. Number three. When you don't prospect the details of the prophecy... 
you don't prospect. Number one, I said when you don't respect the prophet. Number two, when you don't respect the prophets. Number three, when you don't prospect the details of the prophecy. When you don't understand the details. A prophecy you don't understand will never come to pass. As simple as that. A prophecy you don't understand will never come to pass. A prophecy you are unable to comprehend the details will never manifest. Acts chapter 8 verse 29. Acts chapter 8 verse 29. Somebody is praying, Father grant me wisdom. Grant me wisdom. Father, grant me wisdom. In Jesus' name. Let's go on. Acts chapter 8, verse 29 to 31. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. Have you seen that? Have you seen it? The Ethiopian eunuch was reading the prophecy. But let's continue. And said, do you understand what you are reading? <laughs> Verse 31. And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Have you seen that? If the Ethiopian Enoch never understood what he was reading, he would never have benefited from it. And that is why the Holy Spirit sent Philip to interpret it to him. Therefore, a prophecy that you don't understand will not come to pass. Don't joke with what I'm teaching. It will solve more than 80% of your problems when it comes to the prophetic. Don't joke. Don't joke. Today, my son Frankie, why is he? He did something, sit down. He did something very wise. Now, on Facebook Live yesterday, you saw people sending in their testimonies. Financial breakthrough, the date, the time. Another person said admission to school, the date, the time. Perfectly like that. When we, when he, we uh, were done, was, was it school of leadership class? He came to me and said, Papa, yesterday you prophesied to me on Facebook. Please, can you give me the details? Then I said, you are wise. Then I told him what it meant. Now, I'm sure what he thought was different from what I said. Is that not so? And I told him another part of the business that I don't know about, that he said it is like that. Then I said, that is where the thing is going to happen. Why are you rushing to? Yeah. We have been in queues like this with our hands behind us. Like this. 2 a.m., 3 a.m. for interpretation for a prophecy. 
One day a prophet came to KNUSD after when he was about to, I think he was lifting the last prayer that he called me. He said, come. And he gave me the microphone, lifted up. Then we were, Then when we were done, many people went to him because he had prophesied to people. Then I went. I said, prof, God bless you, sir. I said, God bless you, sir. Why did you give me the mic? So, why? I said, everything means something. Say, sir, please, if there is a word to it, let me know. That was around 4 a.m. I waited till around 6 a.m. Because he was talking to people. Going, going, going. When he was done, that I went to him. He said, oh, uh, this and that and that. He, he, spoke, he spoke as if he did not know. A serious message I was waiting for. He spoke the message, drinking water. Oh, the mic. It's because of this and that. You are blessed. And I went to my room. There are things that we do to get to where we are. Don't take a prophecy for granted. Don't take a prophetic vessel for granted. In fact, don't have a friend who is a prophet. You may play with the whole thing. And you grow, you understand. So understanding the details of the prophetic word gives you the leverage for performance. So when Philip was there, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip for him to go and interpret the prophecy of Isaiah to the Ethiopian eunuch. Why? Because without understanding the Ethiopian eunuch would not have benefited from the mystery of the word. So, receiving a prophetic word that you don't understand, as you are going, what are you going to pray about? And as you are going, what are you going to wait on God for? Eh? Did I understand it? Did he mean this? Is he saying that One day I went to a church, I was prophesying to a woman at an all night. When I was done, I think I prophesied about, is it aerospace engineering or petrochemical, petrochemical engineering? One of those ones, uh, I think petrochemical. I said, your grandson is called Yao. I said, yeah. The surname is, I don't remember. I said, yeah. I said, he would do, he would be into petrochemical engineering. Man, people were clapping. And I prayed for her. As she was going, the Holy Spirit said, she does not understand what you said. So I called her back. And I said, do you understand what I said? She said, no. I said, why did you clap? Do you understand the prophecy? Did you understand it? 
are you assuming the meaning? Have you couched your own understanding from it? Are you using a current experience in your life to define the parameters of the prophecy? Did you get it? Is the understanding being influenced by your ability to understand English, to understand prophetic symbols? How do you know what you are thinking is what the prophet is saying? And the only person who understands the prophetic word that came is the prophet who gave it. So why not wait to, and go to the prophet for understanding? I can't, we have crossed at 11 and I have to wait. And many people are going and they're talking and they're laughing. I can't wait like that. I have to go home and go and do what? You came for a word that will shape you to your next level. You are going home to be in your old level. Come on. The one prophecy that he gave me, when I call him to, he doesn't think to explain to me. The first set of apostles that Elisha, Elijah called to follow was Elijah. When God told Elijah, Elijah that anoint Elijah to stand in your place as prophet, when Elijah met Elijah, he threw his mantle around him. Elijah followed him. He said, what do I have to do with you? The first sign that a prophet is true when you get close to him is that he tries to reject you to prove your heart. I don't apologize for not picking calls. I'm glad I do. It shows me the kind of people around and how thirsty they are for a word from God. The proof of wisdom is in the pursuit of knowledge. Eh? <laughs> the proof of wisdom is in the pursuit of knowledge. If you are wise, you wait to get knowledge. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. God is solving somebody's marital problem in Jesus' name. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Have you seen that? The word edification comes from the old English word edifice. And those who are into architects, building and construction, you know what an edifice is. A building that is rising. An edifice. Apostle Paul said, when a prophetic word comes, it builds people. Every prophetic word that you have been given is meant to build you. Follow me. When you receive a prophetic word, you have received a mystery key to build your business. To build your marriage. To build your academics. To build your assignment. Every prophetic word is like a brick that has been laid on the building you are still working on. To go high. Prophetic word. Build. Exalt. Edificate. Lifted. But how are things built? That's the question. Because when you receive a prophetic word, you have received 
the potential that will change your life by building you. But how can that prophecy build you? Because not everybody who receives a prophecy will be built by it. Not everybody who has a phone has full battery. Uh, how can you have a phone and have full battery? You have to charge. You have to charge. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3. How would that prophetic word build me up? Thank you, Holy Spirit. True wisdom is a house building. Have you seen that? Means that if you are a fool and you receive a prophetic word, nothing will be built. Prophecy is meant to build you, but it takes wisdom for the prophecy to build you. So if you don't carry wisdom, which is the ingredient and the facilitator that will build you, the prophecy that is meant to build you will not build you. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, you don't understand it. When a prophetic word comes, God has an idea to build you to the next level. But for you to be built, you need wisdom. Because every house is built by wisdom. So if you receive a prophetic word and you are not wise enough to go and find the meaning, it will not build anything. You will just be there. You will be hearing prophecies. Uh, and listen, when you hear prophecies and you don't have manifestation, usually you end up in frustration. And that is what God wants to take away from your life. That you meander past that arena of frustration by getting results. And it takes wisdom for you to wait to seek the meaning of the prophetic word. That's it. Almost everybody who has come to me for explanation to a prophetic word has found out that what they thought was different from what I said. Almost everybody. Yeah, I don't know what those who did not come to ask for interpretation are thinking about what I said. Yeah, I can't be called come for interpretation, honor. Honor, come. Come on. There's a gentleman here. He came to me. He was talking to me about how he has received a prophetic word to go into medicine. And he was talking to me and I said, biological science, that's where I see you. Then he said, that is the, I think the course he was given at the University of Ghana also. And I said, so he was confused. Am I outside the will of God? Because what I wanted to do was medicine. And I said, no, I'm a prophet. I said biological science before you said you are doing biological science. And I said, that's God's will. Just push it. He could have gone ahead in life confused. That he's spending all his life doing something which is not part of the will of God for him. Just two minutes. Is he here? Yes, that's the, the guy at the back. Can you wave? Yeah. Two, two minutes discussion solved a lifetime crisis for the next 80, 90 years. Where he would have been growing up regretting 
as if he should do something different from what he's doing just because he could not wait for interpretation. I met a woman, I went to the house to pray with her and I told her that you lost a baby and when the baby was six months old, this and that and that. The Lord said he has forgiven you but you still hold it against yourself. And the woman said, when I gave birth to my first son, I had a child. After six months, that child, I, 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 was, I, I woke up and I found blood. So I passed the child out. And before I gave birth to my third daughter, so there are two, you get it? There are two. When they should have been three, the middle one is the one who was dead. Then the woman said, since then, 25 years ago, every day when I pray, I ask God to forgive me. I said, why? She said, I, I thought I, I killed the child. Regret till a prophetic word comes in. Ask the person close to you, why are you rushing to? Ask the person. Ask the person, have they painted your house? Ask the person, have they painted your house? Is your house painted? What, what paint? Ask the person, what paint did they use to paint it? You don't have jacuzzi put in your house. When you hear jacuzzi, you think it's the name of a car. <laughs> Forgive. Somebody's receiving wisdom. They rush you on, in an ambulance to the hospital. When you get there, many people are there. So you say they should take you home. Because nip on the door, Swaha. Jomo. Be. Jomo. That's how people rush out because people are going to see the prophet. You be had an emergency case, never. Be any abrupt. now, could that girl be at you? Girl, be a Sicano. But those movie actors and they didn't force for him. They didn't force Christ. If, if they had put in letter of Christ, he would win. They didn't force for him. Sikano. So, Koda Obebi Echia. Dimrika Kukukuku. Sem Indominim. Don't see money. I'll pull near the old Drew Hagel and say, I mean, my menses. Sikano, I didn't. Ashe. I will name my say. Sapa, a dear teacher with Roma, yeah, Hatem. Sigana, yeah, as I was here Saturday, yeah, Jabia, yeah, come Monday. Never the Ben Yotra will take his swab at Obende. Sigana, she will prophet that then it won't be. He said, Who fear all you need to 
my mercy started coming yesterday. Second day, you know, I'm not going to die. You're going to go to the house. I pray, Say, oh, somebody is receiving wisdom. Number four, in final, when you don't expect the prophecy to come to pass. When you don't expect the prophecy to come to pass. Number one, I said, when you don't do what? I'm teaching on four reasons why some prophecies will not come to pass. And I said, the context of my teaching has to do with genuine prophecies. I said, number one, what? When you don't do what? You don't respect the prophet. Matthew chapter 10, verse 14. Mark chapter 6, verse 4 to 5. Number two, when you don't what? All of us, let's speak. When you don't what? You don't respect the prophecy. When you despise the prophecy. When you water down the prophecy. When you treat the prophecy as something light. Number three, I said, when you don't what? You don't prospect the details of the prophecy. When you don't understand the details of the prophecy. It will not come to pass. Number four, I said, when you don't what? Expect the prophecy to come to pass. It may sound very contradictory, but some people don't expect a prophetic word to come to pass. They, they always, they want you to pray for them so that the sorrow of the word not coming to pass leave them. But they really don't want it to come to pass. I've not had a job. You receive it. Papa, pray for me that I'm thinking, I want to stop thinking about the job. The mind is on how to deal with the sorrow for not having a job, but not for having a job. It's not the job he's looking for. Then let the sorrow of me not working leave me. don't understand what I'm saying. So easy. Most people are like that. They would love that we talk about their problem without necessarily believing the prophetic word that there will be a change. He's a nice person. If you want to talk to him, he will talk to his own. Nice. Are we doing a project work here? Refer later. Refer later. Till when? Receive the job. I receive it. That's it. You expect that word to come to pass. Yeah. 
How do you expect something to come to pass? It means you have a goal, you have a target, you have a vision. When you have an expectation, you have a goal, you have a target, you have a vision. If you don't have a goal, if you don't have a target, and if you don't have a vision concerning that prophecy, you don't have an expectation. When it comes to pass, how will it add up to your assignment? Vision. Most people don't have it. Like, I'm believing God for $20,000. That's the prophetic word you receive. You have an expectation that when I get this $20,000, I'm going to use $10,000 to start my real estate property. Use $5,000 to help my other kids to go to school. And use $2,000. That's goal, expectation, vision. That's, that's the meaning that you expect it. You don't have an expectation. Most people don't have expectation. I went to a home to pray with the family after praying for the man who was sick. I told the woman that your husband is healed. You will see manifestation in three days. Then she said, Ah, Kasenia Menibet Geno. That's so stupid. Why did I come to pray? Why did you say, ah, Angasenia Menibet Geno? What are you expecting? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. God is solving somebody's rent issue in the name of Jesus. Did you bring your ID cards? Your, your destiny? Bring them. Yesterday, how many of you are on Facebook Live? I think by now we should cross 2K views. Yesterday, I, I was prophesying. I was teaching her and suddenly I was provoked <laughs> to see in the realm of the spirit. And I saw, I entered into his bag and I saw two ID cards. And I described how the colors and how one is empty and one has cards. And one has a blue, sea blue color card and has a green stripe on it. And behind it, his name has been written. And you see arrows like this on both ends of it. And remember I said one was blue, black, and one was black. And this one has a paper in it. And this one has the cards. And this is the card I was talking about. That has the arrows like this, like that, and your name written in it. Yet, these things were not here. They were in his house. I'm not selling Burkina here. Eh, sheme bufu. Ibusu fu ana mishen kome efe. Efe su ne den na diye desu ne efe. Hi. Yanaba. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. Me grow be fun, Susie. See, I mean, who message be on your baby? The girl, your friend Amanda. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. 
Amanda. <laughs> Amanda cousin, your friend Elsie. Who did your mummy and Nuni now? Sikana yaday. Oh, say they call UCC. Oh, now modern say media. We copy some of the chin. You buy. Poor girl needing board. Second one needing. Who never pay? So at now, we are not sure. No interest. We are not sure. Kabeba. Tip mupa ammonia me oh papa fine ni pa no obo won sa sole na sai telling you Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that had it have you seen that watch here the writer of Hebrews said, it does not matter the word that is preached unto you if you don't mix it with faith. If you don't mix it with expectation, it will not profit you. Prophecy is not a nice thing to hear. It is a word from God that you have to see it manifested. A glory of prophecy is not in its delivery nor articulation, but in its manifestation. The prophecy that turns into a testimony is the prophecy that has come to pass. And you have to expect it before it comes to pass. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 13 to 14. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 13 to 14. My son, eat thou honey because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul. When thou hast found it, then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. If you don't have an expectation, you don't have a reward. It's dangerous. God is raising a new generation. If you don't have an expectation for the word to come to pass, you will not have the reward. When you receive a prophetic word, let your faith go high for manifestation. I said, when I step into your house, something must change in your house. When I stepped into your house, he said, somebody's building for your sister. For free. And they have sent list already for her to be married to your family. How old is your sister? 34. 34 on your bucket, Dean. 34 on your bucket. 34 bucket. Come on. Name Zwonia, they go. The twins was it 37? 37 military hospital. Well, yeah. I say, Scarlet Day. But when God steps in, irrespective of your age, He shows up in glory. And when I was praying for them in the house, I saw how this young man had faith that something. When I was done, she said, as you have stepped here, something will change. I know something will change. 
takes expectation to have reward. God will not give you something you don't desire. He will not give you something you are not hungry for. Father, I am hungry to see a turn around in my marriage. And God gives you. And you see, the prophetic word that you usually receive in a prophetic meeting is a prayer you have been praying for a while. That's it. That God knows that you are believing him for reward. He gives you a prophetic word so that you have expectation for a change. And yet, you can be under a very heavily anointed prophetic leadership ministry and atmosphere and still have no expectation. Now, today, when we're done with the first service, first service, I preached on following the cloud, the power of divine guidance. When we're done, I went outside and the Holy Spirit said, pray, you to pray that I increase my ability to guide you. Hey. Yeah. You don't hear from God. Do you hear from God? I I think I hear from God and I hear from God and God knows I hear from him. So many results with the Holy Spirit. You too pray. When you are praying, you are, you are just confessing things. Come on, pray, oh. Pastor Atalevi, Amaria, Akeloa, Evaria. God does not have an uncle. <laughs> Uh, this God seat, you are also on the left. Jesus say hi, you say hello, say what's up, say cool. God does not have a stepbrother. God is kin. Every other person is subject. That's me a prophet who hears God, though. You don't know the difference between scorpion and crab in the spirit. So when you have to sit down to put your life in shape and expect God to come in, God releases a word. Then he expects you to believe the word. Okay. And without mixing the word with faith, it will not profit you. Your heart must be ready for a word. Your mind must be ready for a word. Your pen must be ready for a word. That's it. That's it. Stand up. Why did you come here? Huh? Stand up. Say no. Father, grant me wisdom in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Are you praying? Haratoko sepala tabrata stava. Shakata balabra babala dabala dabasa. Hela dabraka balabala dabasa. Katala da balababadash. Ekolo brotosofrodokobosipre kapa. Ekolo brotosofrodokobosipre kapa.
Are you praying at all? Father, grant me the wisdom to relate to the prophetic. In Jesus' name. Give me Genesis chapter 37 verse 15. We are lifting up one prayer. Then I minister the prophetic. Zero two six three three five. Remember? Hmm. Ah, and one. I mean, one number and two. Genesis thirty-seven, verse fifteen. Watch here. This is our prayer. Are you here at all? You are not young to prosper. You have mates who have died. You are not young. Genesis 37 verse 15 and a certain man found him and behold he was wandering in the field and the man asked him saying what seeketh thou now listen to me you are in a part of your life a place in your life where you are wandering. You are just moving. You are seeking for something. But you don't know where it is. In your business. In your marriage. In your finance. In your academics. You are wandering. You are seeking for something. We are praying one prayer. Father, send me a certain man who will show me what I'm looking for. Give me the next verse. Give me the next verse. He said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. Let's go. And the man said, they are departed hence. For I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. It takes the appearance of a certain man for you to find what you are looking for. Your job, your contract, a breakthrough. When a certain man, my daughter yesterday was telling Jennifer was telling me that the kind of money that passed through my hand, I have never held that kind of money before. When I prophesied to her and I told her somebody's going to give her the money to pay her rent, when the money was, she said, I've never held that kind of money before. And she brought a check to church. And you saw it in church. Come on. 
a certain man appeared, everything changed. That's our only prayer this evening. Father, send a certain man into my life. Yeah. Send a certain woman into my life. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. I have said that you are not too young. I mean, are there people here who are believing God for a certain change, Krato? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what happened that day, but the day Prophet Bernard sent me a message on Facebook Messenger, changed my ministry. Never knew him from my mother or my father. Ever. I had heard of him. Oh. I was there when he sent me a message. Come to Accra and I went. Everything changed. A certain man. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your voice. I've been preaching about the prophetic. Let me hear your voice. Say in the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father. As I clap my hands. And as I pray. Say oh God. Through the, blood Through the blood of Jesus, of Jesus. according to your word, to your word. In, the in the book of Genesis, chapter 37, chapter 37, 37. verse 15. 15, and a certain man, a certain man found him, found and, behold, and behold, he was wandering, he was wandering in, the in the field, and the man asked him, man saying, what seeketh thou? Say in the name of Jesus, O oh God, oh concerning this situation, in my life, send me a certain man to find my answer. Say, send me a certain man. Send me a certain woman. Send me a certain man. Send me a certain woman to find my answer. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands. Lift up your voice. Do you have an expectation at all? At the center of it all, it's that I see. Father, send me a certain man. It's that I see. Concerning my business, send me a certain man. Patalo Peracatosa Ecolo Broco Shekatakata. That's what the Lord just spoke to me. He said, Tell them to pray to expect a miracle. Lift up your right hand. around water and be testing. It's stupid. 
It's stupid. Don't be around water and be thirsty. No. Say in the name of Jesus. Let me hear a voice like that of thunder. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, I expect a miracle. Say, before this year comes to an end, say, I receive my expected miracle. Say, I receive my expected miracle. Say, I receive my expected miracle. Say, I declare. Say, I confess. Say, I speak. It is established. Say, I expect my miracle. Say, I expect my miracle. Say, I expect my miracle. Lift up your right hand. Say, any chain that is holding miracle. Say, right now, through the blood of Jesus. Say, I crush it. Say, I crush it. Say, I crush it. Say, I crush it. Now, listen to me. The realm of the spirit. Me, me, start the Lift up your right hand. Now, I'm seeing a ship that is getting to the shore that is carrying a lot of cargo like stores, containers, but I'm seeing a chain that has hooked it to the anchor in the sea. That means that the delivery that you expect will not come to the shore for you to have access. We break every chain that is holding your manifestation in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say as I clap my hands and as I pray. Say every chain holding down my manifestation. Say as I pray. I break it now. Say I break it now. Say I break it now. Say by fire. Say by fire. Say by fire. In the name of Jesus. Clap your Oh, 
Will you clap your hands unto Jesus? Are you celebrating Jesus? Amen. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed.